Clermont Northeastern District download. Thanks for checking out the district download. Today I'm over at the elementary sitting down with Mrs. Schmidt talking about first quarter and what to expect in the second quarter. Hope you enjoy. All right, I'm over here at the elementary talking with Mrs. Schmidt about the first quarter and then what we should expect or see from the uh, second quarter. So thanks for joining us. Absolutely happy to be here. I just first want to give a great big shout out to families. Um, you know, we offered you two options, sending your child back to school or, or being in a remote environment. And, um, you know, I think you made great selections for your families. I know you thought long and hard about what to do. I know that was stressful, but in the end, uh, we learned from our survey results that lots of families were very happy with how we got started in the first quarter, which um, is exactly what we wanted. So we appreciate your feedback and we're glad that amidst all of the struggle that we came up with something that worked. We're getting ready to start quarter number two, which is mind blowing to me to see us get this far in. Uh, we haven't had to shut down for any reason, knock on wood yet, um, but uh, we've done nine weeks of school, which is really impressive. So. Tell me uh, how it's been here. Um, it's been amazing. It took us a lot of front end planning and you know the staff really stepped up. We were able to make some changes to make things a whole lot safer around here. Um, I know m many of you have not been at the school because one of the changes is that really we have very little outside traffic in as far as a volunteer or a parent. We do as much of that on the outside the doors as we can, which allows us to keep safe. But, um, you know, we have stations that kids get temperatures checked and they're able to get uh, hand sanitizer when they come in, which gets us off to a safe start. And we've changed breakfast and lunch. And there's a lot of positive feedback from teachers. I think we've increased our time on task in classrooms. Teachers are saying a lot of the changes, we should just keep those things because it's much more orderly than it has been in the past. We have fewer transitions for students, which has been a big uh, decrease in uh, issues, just those little things that happen in the hallway. So uh, the changes overwhelmingly have been positive. We feel like we've been able to keep our classrooms clean and safe. And, you know, we have the proof of that because we're still here doing our thing. It's really funny you said that there's certain things you might keep. Uh, it's kind of been the theme as I've talked to both of the other buildings, too, that there's, there are a few things that inadvertently have become really positive from this. And um, as a result, they saw a decrease in referrals. And you guys have seen the same thing, haven't you, as far as office referrals go? Absolutely. And when we look at time of day, before when we looked at time of day for office referrals, we would always go back to transitions or lunch. Uh, where you just get a lot of kids together um, and decrease supervision, decrease structure. So with changing some of those things, we, we just are not having those kinds of problems. That's great. And then you were talking about the survey being overwhelmingly positive, and that wasn't just for people who were in person. That was also for our remote people. So I know that in a perfect world, we said it'd be great if you could continue what's going on, but the reality is you had a lot of kids come back. So why don't you talk about kind of the numbers piece of it and then how what led you to get to the decision you ended up having to make it? Uh, yes, it, it was overwhelmingly positive. The first couple weeks were a little shaky on remote. Um, I think we all know that that's just a fact, but once we settled in and teachers really uh, started falling into patterns, the remote went very well and we love that personal touch that we were able to provide and really uh, as a staff, as a part of leadership team, we decided not to originally go with um, a 
program, a platform for those students because we wanted to sustain for as long as we could that personal touch. And honestly, we were actually kind of assuming that it wouldn't be long before we all went to that model. The good news is uh, things have stayed and numbers have, low, have been low with COVID out here and, and we've been able to continue. So it also, um, because things have felt great out here and a little more safe out here, we had a lot of families that were ready to come back. So we have over 90 students that are returning to us. Um, that's almost, I mean, that's over 50% of your is. kids who had selected remote to begin with. So what happened um, with that many students returning, we had to begin thinking about, well, what do we need to do to be as safe as we can be in the building and keep kids as socially distanced as possible. So, you know, we had one teacher from each grade level uh, that was um, providing remote instruction and that remote instruction happened throughout the day. Um, and now we need, just need to bring those teachers back into our classroom so we can keep our numbers in the 20, 21, 22 range across the classrooms. And I think that's where it really is a, I mean, what a terrible, difficult decision to make is, is how do you provide safety for people in person and still provide quality. So tell us about the, the online program. So you're going from having live teachers and live sessions to using a platform. So what's it called? And give us a little bit of the information that you do know so far. So there are two components that will be added and there'll be some things that you're familiar with that will still be out there for kids to access. So they'll still have Headsprout if they have Headsprout and Dreambox. And I think they'll still have access to um, Epic and some of those components where they can pick up additional resources. But Exact Path is uh, something new that we'll be bringing on. And in the Exact Path will address the core subjects, reading um, and math primarily. And then um, we're also adding um, Got to think about study that one for me. Yeah, thank you. Study Island caught me off guard good, there. Yeah. Um, we're adding Study Island. Study Island brings in science and social studies, and embedded in Study Island are cultural arts. So there'll be um, some music, some art um, embedded into what kids are doing. After speaking with the rep and talking to her about what was available, we, we landed on those programs because uh, they were getting basically just the best press from other schools that are using them. And so before and, and for people who might not understand some of the, the lingo piece like before you were doing you were doing more of a synchronous platform mm -hmm. where kids had to log in in real time and see a teacher and now it'll be there the positives would be is you are going to get it more tailored to your specific learning needs right mm -hmm. but then also it allows parents the flexibility that if the, the Google meets were a struggle they will be able to log in when it's really the most convenient for them and their students absolutely and um, both those programs will, there'll be a, an assessment on the front end and then uh, your student will be met right where they're at. So for our remote families, it'll be really important when students take those assessments that you do not give them support. And I know it's hard, um, but we need to know exactly where they're at. So then the work that they're assigned will match them um, as perfectly as possible. The other thing that we were able to add for our remote families, which I'm excited about, is still a little bit of that personal touch. So we have five teachers here that will be called remote, uh, remote support staff. Um, we've already shared that information with our families. They should have it right now if they've checked their email to find out who your person is, uh, who your teacher is that will be supporting your family and answering questions as we, as we onboard everyone into the new programs. But 
Um, I know um, we're meeting on Friday to kind of come up with our, our final plan for what remote staff will, support staff will do, but we've talked at length about having a time where kids can still show up to a Google Meet where the teacher would be there or potentially other kids would be there. So that's our attempt at making sure that we stay connected, as connected as we can with our remote families. And so for families who are in person, if, if numbers change and things they start having reasons to might need to go remote. Is that still an option for them in this, this quarter, or are we, or is as we're making that quarter commitment still? Is that we're, really my bigger we question? We are really trying to make that quarter commitment, but you know the reality is if there's a unique circumstance with your family. I mean, we're in the people business here. Of course, we would um, strongly consider your needs and you know make a logical decision for your family. And so, from that communication piece of it is. What, what platforms or what things do you do to, to try to engage with parents to let them know of any changes that might be happening or how do, how do you put information out into the world for, for families at the elementary level? Um, I use the all call like nobody's business. I make, a, I make my Friday afternoon calls. That's really the, the best way for me to get real-time information out. I know with our remote learners, um, you know, you're, you get a lot of communication from, have been getting a lot of communication from the teacher. That will continue with your support person. You know, our staff, a lot of them send home a newsletter and communicate, and I can certainly do a mass email. I can, I can send information out in a text if I need to. Uh, but, you know, we, I kind of like the personal touch of that phone call, um, and I know that parents expect it. So. Well, it's, it's really great to see, you know, utilizing all of those platforms. I think people consume information so much differently or have almost trained themselves to, to consume it differently, and you're hitting so many other platforms. But the other thing that is important to remember is if you ever have questions, feel free to call or email uh, the school and, and get those questions answered. Um, it's important because I hate for people just to feel like they're not being communicated with if they're not choosing to, to take the information in the way that you're giving it out um, because they also have the opportunity to get information uh, towards us so we can give them the answer they need and that's that's kind of a, a not mis misconception but I just want to make sure people do understand like you you pretty accessible absolutely I mean I I feel like I'm very accessible I get emails a lot on the weekend I check my email all the time I really prefer to address those questions as quickly as possible. And I tell parents all the time, if I haven't responded to you in 24 hours, you should reach back out um, because that may meet, mean that something trickled by me um, because I work really, really hard and, and encourage staff to do just the same thing. I mean, we kind of have the, pretty much through the week, we have the 24 hour rule here that you need to respond. And, and this staff is top grade, a lot of them are working on the weekends and returning emails too. So we want you to be informed. We prefer you get uh, the answers to your questions quickly from us. I know that folks around here are on the soccer fields and sometimes we get information from each other. So I hope when parents hear something that sounds like, ooh, uh, that doesn't sound right, I hope they will reach back out to us so, and make sure. Okay, well, uh, thanks for sharing some time with us and uh, giving us some insight on how things are gonna go. I really do think you getting over 90% of your families returning the survey is huge. I think seeing how much of the data was so positive for your building was really incredible, not just for the kids who are here in person, but you had one person representing every grade level remotely, and you have some phenomenal remote teachers. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, it was really great to see that kind of positive response. 
and hopefully people understand that decision you had to make, which wasn't something that you, you know, in a perfect world with unlimited resources and funds, it would have been easier to, to, to do other things, but this is the situation that we have and we had to adapt to, and I think people will enjoy the, the personal aspect you put to the, the change in the remote, so. Yeah, and I just, I mean, I want families to know, like, we couldn't be more excited to get this next group of rockets back in, um, but we certainly respect your decision to stay home, and when it's the right time for you to come back, we'll be welcoming you and your kids with open arms. Awesome. Hey, thank you very much. Thank you. Clermont Northeastern District Download.